What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah, see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even need that hit of <laughs> traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. When you're talking about hydration, hydration is not only for people training for championships and marathons. We're talking about daily maintenance people. Jim, did you know that 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated? I believe it, Anth. I mean, honestly, in my line of work, uh, dealing with teaching uh, children and also dancing with uh, adults my age, younger and older, I, I, can, I can almost tell based off of how well people not just perform athletically, but how we carry ourselves and how we communicate back and forth, our facial gestures and our and just our energy alone. I can tell when somebody's sluggish and they're sleep deprived versus they're just sluggish because they're a dried up sponge because they are dehydrated, right? Absolutely. And for people like me who are working the nine to five and, you know, for me gigging at night, proper hydration is definitely crucial to maintain function throughout the day and keeping yourself energized. And that's why proper functional hydration is essential. And who's going to give it to you? Liquid IV, because Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Uh, I like to use it first thing in the morning. Uh, I've been doing a lot of workouts here and there. So I pop it in my uh, water bottle first thing in the morning. Gives me a little boost of energy of what I need. And, you know, sometimes during the day when I'm doing that like two o'clock, you know, rundown, I'll pop a little one, if not in the morning. Uh, you know, it gives me a little bit of that energy that I need. With just one stick, you can hydrate real life two times faster than water alone, plus get essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes as the leading sports drink. And not only that, Liquid IV comes in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Yeah, and I mean, for me personally, like my day-to-day, I'll wake up and pop a Liquid IV just to get my day started and start off with proper hydration, and then I... And like required to be physically active between the hours of like 2 or 3 p.m. until 9, 10, 11, sometimes midnight if I'm doing a backup gig. So I'll do another one maybe around noon, 1 p.m. And that'll keep me going throughout the day. And I just feel so much better. I don't even drink coffee on the regular like that because I don't need to pick me up unless if I'm like really just not sleeping much. And then I'm like, all right. Get me that. I don't like to rely on caffeine unless I absolutely feel like I need it. Liquid IV does the trick for me. I don't know about you. Again, one stick with liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And it's made with quality ingredients, non-GMO and free of gluten, dairy and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. 
Yeah, man. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code one set pod. That's one set pod and at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code one set pod at liquidiv.com. Hey, I'm still here. Hope you guys are all digging it, watching it. I, Welcome back to another episode of the One Set Podcast. <laughs> I know I am digging it. Uh, I mean, look, <laughs> I said I said to you a few weeks ago um, that my guess for you guys was February second because um, Little Tone came like three, four weeks early. I think it yeah. was right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, okay, her due date's at the end of January. I was like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say she's going to be a week late for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you um indicated to me maybe a week or two ago reasons why that is most likely not going to be a thing right um yeah sitting here like okay well we passed that date now we're like it's still day to day and i'm like okay when's it gonna happen is it gonna be within this week is it gonna be next week i still think we're on borrowed time so i'm still saying to you guys hey i'm glad to be here this week I might not be here next week, yep. but if oh, I am, oh. I'll be here shining and smiling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, like you said, we we have a good bit to talk about today, too. Uh, we have some ups and downs we want to talk about, but mostly ups. We try to keep positive here on the pod. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, but yeah. Let, let's 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 deal with the bad before we get to the good. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm wearing this hat that I got for Christmas. Um which I really like that hat. Yeah, it's 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 cool. Except I don't feel cool wearing it right now. Right? <laughs> presents right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, that was a brutal game yesterday. Where to begin? My God. Right. Uh, and again, uh, we are recording on Monday, January eighth. Right now, this episode will launch on Friday the twelfth. Um, mm-hmm. At which point, uh, the NFL postseason picture has just been solidified. As of last night's game, uh, definitely want to talk about the Bills and um, Dolphins game for that, sure. That was a good game. And I mean, might I, I even add? I mean, for our division, for our division, uh, the Commanders in Dallas definitely had a more entertaining game. I'm not giving Dallas the credit by any means, but I'm saying at least that game was more entertaining than the Eagles and the Giants. We just got our ass whooped. Yeah, I mean, and really. Um, Uh, sorry, I think the commanders being able to put up points against Dallas is a testament to like, yeah, hey, you know, they didn't have a great season. I, I think I just read this morning that they fired their coach, right? Did you see that commanders? Yeah, I heard he was on the chopping block. So I'm not surprised if so. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's like, Okay, if they bring a coach in there that like can really swing that team together, they would be like a definite NFC threat to the Eagles. Granted, at this point in the game, everybody is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody's on that block at, uh, at in Philly right now, and I think uh, everybody is just like you know, it, you say one name and they're like, "Yep, he's on there." That name, yep, talk about him too. It's just like. It's just a, a conclusive or, or all inclusive like thing. Just there's no just one. There's not just one person, and the the veterans aren't stepping up. The coaches are just not 
knowing what's going on organization is just in an upside down world and i and we figured hopefully when we started seeing this spiral that we were going to see them spiral out because eventually you're, you're okay they'll eventually get these things worked out in practice or you know when watching back tapes who knows what the Whoopsie. kind of tapes they're watching because <laughs> 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 <not> the games <laughs> well and and you know i think it's fair you know nick sirianni's excuse is you know when life knocks you down you got to get back up and i'm like and and the people are saying how much more knocking down are you going to take and, <laughs> uh, until you actually do get back up because he's saying the same stuff and with different words every week for yeah. the past 5 weeks right um well not 5 weeks but i i think it's I think we lost five out of last six games, right? What was, yes. what was, what was the, uh, what do we see? The number that was uh, Eagles are the first team to go 10 and one or better in at the start of the season. And then oh, like, and, a and, and, or something. and, and then end with 11 wins. Yeah. Right. We, we literally went 10 and one and then we had one more win mm-hmm. of the remaining seven games. It's crazy. Like I told you yesterday, you know, before the bye week or at the bye week, we were eight and one. And then the back nine or whatever games, uh, the other eight games that we had, we went three and five. Yes. Not different, you know, percentage, totally different. It's like it was like two different teams. But I'll tell you one thing. Three and five is what we deserve to be like playing. We played like a three and five team. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. And I mean, a lot of people, us included, can say in those first 10 and 1 games, um, not a lot. I mean, uh, our buddy Mike said there were two two games because we, we talk about the Dolphins game where we actually looked like we secured the win against yeah. the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and that, was the, no. <laughs> that was the game after we took our first loss to the Jets and we were like, oh, really? Right? Um well, and and we were like, okay, that Dolphins game was the upswing, and we did good after that. Yeah. And, and when I say good, I mean we got wins, right? And and a lot of people were saying, oh, those, none of these are even dominant wins. And all, like a lot of the Philly fans were like, a win's a win. Who cares, right? We were um, all, you know, win's a win. Hey, whether it's by a, <laughs> we were like, uh, you know, uh, in Fast and Furious, whether you're winning by a mile, an inch or a mile, a win's a win. Yep. <laughs> but dude, it's like what we said. Uh, they were very lucky wins because we could have easily lost to the Bills. We could have easily lost to the Commanders probably twice this year. Uh, you know, and then th- there the, were the, ones that the, were were com- like by like a field goal or a touchdown. Super close, yeah. The Kansas City game um, was a close game. Uh, the other Giants game that we won at home was a close game, right? By um, the, the game, yeah, the, it it was decided by a last minute play. If they and, had something different, different type of game. And the Dallas game that we hosted in Philly came down to the wire. We we barely won that game. So yeah. again, and and those are our divisional rivals where we barely squeaked out the wins, which like makes all the difference when you go with like the tiebreakers and stuff going into the postseason, right. For like, um, like seating purposes. Um, but I I mean, at any rate, man, this, this game yesterday, I I mean, 
there were two there were two perspectives going in right it was either rest your starters because you're already to the fifth seed um or uh so to give them the extra rest before wild card weekend or you try to crank out the win in the off chance that Dallas loses so that you can swoop in and get that second seed and have home field advantage in the postseason right mm-hmm. and i i've heard both sides of the argument and what it turned out to be was a lot of our starters were hurt in the game yesterday. So yes. now the the only the only saving grace and I hate this personally because the the Eagles game is scheduled for um Monday night. So they're they're not scheduled for Saturday or Sunday. So you get those extra couple days rest in for those guys. Um yeah. personally it's because I have to I have to work Monday night, so I'm going to miss like the start of the game. But the uh, again, guess what? This is what happened game 7 with the Phillies where I was mm-hmm. It, it was game six because they played game seven on a Tuesday night, I believe. And I was on my way home and that game six for the Phillies started at like 545. So by the time I got done teaching at eight and I was on my way home, I caught the tail end of it. But we we looked terrible and I was like, I don't even want to watch the rest. Right. So right. Mm-hmm. at the least the Eagles game is going to start at eight something something. And I'll only miss like the first quarter. Um, but again, it's like either the Eagles are going to look good in the first half and then tank in the second, or they're going to start off bad and then just weasel out a win, which I mean, Mm -hmm. talk about going down to Tampa Bay and playing the bucks. Um, Yes, we did that. I I think it was game two or three at the start of the season. Right. Barely won. Barely won. Um, And the thing we have for us going is that they, just beat the Panthers by nine points. It was nine zip. So they doesn't. They're not seeming like they're playing their best football either. They probably are playing a little bit better than us, but we're at least playing a team that's that. It's not like they blew out the Panthers like thirty to ten. Like, uh, like we. It's not like they got blown. Like blew out the team like us, and then they're going into the playoffs. Like, yeah, we just blew out that team. So, but you just beat the one of the worst teams by nine points. They are the they are the worst team. The Panthers, uh, their record was two and fourteen. Yeah, so So, you only put up nine points against those. So, if if anything, that makes us feel a little bit better. But again, it could just be like again an off week, and they come in. uh, We go into Tampa, and you know they're home, so they're going to be at their best with their fans. You know, but like us Philly fans, we're going to travel hopefully, and we'll have our people there. But if we just in your, in your words, if we just start in the bed, those fans are not going to stay there that long. Cause we've had so many ones that we are ahead by, you know, two touchdowns at the half. And then we just, you know, become not even the team that we were in the first half. And they, we let them come back and either we skim by and win the game or they just uh, get to the point where it comes down to one last play and they get a touchdown or a field goal and they lose the game. So it'll be, it'll be interesting how the game's, how the game goes. Unless, Hey, they've been trolling us this whole last, you know, half of the season and they come out swinging. Yeah. And I mean, to, to, to the um, Panthers and Bucks game. Yes, it was in North Carolina. I don't care. It, I mean, they are the worst team. If you are, mm. And and it, it goes without saying, right? The NFC South is the worst division in all of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like the the uh the Bucks got in with like just barely over a 500 record, right? I, I mean, the NFC right. East was literally them like 10 years ago when the Eagles were getting into the playoffs, but they were just nine and seven, right? Yeah, that's that's what the Bucks are right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Those nine points that the Bucks put up, by the way, against the Panthers, all field goals, no touchdowns. Yeah, and they went the first half of the game tied zero zero. I, I I'm ninety nine percent sure on that. Um, I know, I know the Bucks got two field goals. It was either the second or the third quarter. I'm almost positive it was the third quarter, and then they only got their ex, their next three point field goal in the fourth quarter, and 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 that was the game. Like the Panthers actually held them off and didn't allow the Bucks to get a touchdown. If the exactly. Panthers if the Panthers could do that, our defense can do that. Under the right coordination, under the right direction, right? Yeah. So it, it's it's just it it's actually it's actually like the only game set like the only like matchup that I could see the Eagles maybe sliding through the first round. Through because maybe if we win that we face the Niners and. That's just going to be, hey, we got to be playing our own game, uh, our our best game. But the way San Francisco is playing right now, I got them going all the way to the Super Bowl this year because I think they're really good. I mean, Pur- Purdy has his moments. He he may not be the best in the league, but he's definitely top top five quarterbacks in, in the league right now. Uh, but, you know. I think they got a good chance of going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I, I mean, so just to just to throw this out there, the Eagles don't will only go play the Niners in the second round if both because we're the fifth seed. If the Rams at the sixth seed and the Packers at the seventh seed are eliminated in the first round and the Eagles get through, then the Eagles definitely go through to play the Niners. If either of the Rams if the Rams can somehow topple the Lions, which I don't see happening because the Lions are red hot this season, right? Hmm. Um, you I, know, I, I think it goes by seed. I think whoever plays San Fran, I think it goes by seed. You're right. Well, it's San Fran plays the lowest remaining seed after the wild card weekend, right? So, so the Rams and the Packers have to be eliminated. Um, the only thing I'll say is I think the I think the Packers are super strong right now the only thing that they have really going against them is they are playing dallas in dallas right like dallas getting that second seed home field advantage is going to work in their favor because it's definitely going to help them yeah dallas does and and this is coming from uh someone that is a dallas fan not me (laughs) just to just to clarify not not Um, either (laughs) no uh said dallas fan uh indicated yeah dallas is great at home but they they don't do well when they're away, right? So them getting that home field advantage, um, hey, they maybe get past the first round. And if they don't, it's because the Packers came in and laid on their A game, right? Um, and, and, and and I got to say, the Lions-Dallas game, which we talked about a few episodes ago because that happened a few weeks ago, that Dallas-Lions game, the Lions could have definitely won that. And, and people are saying that was on a ref call. I forget exactly what the ref call was. Um, the The player didn't report supposedly, but you can uh, if you look at the the tape, uh, the 
it was the, one of the O-line uh, people. They didn't report that they were going to be a receiver to the to the ref. But you can clearly see the guys trying to talk to the to the ref and the ref just ignores them. Supposedly, I think that's from what the tape is looking like. So when he caught it, he wasn't an official receiver. So that's why they called it back. Have you ever wanted to start your podcast but didn't know where to start? The One Set Bros are here to talk to you about Zencaster. Zencaster is the ultimate base podcasting solution and now the only one podcasting platform making podcasting easy. They've sure made it easy for us to be able to record our podcast and our episodes every week for you guys. Once you've set up your account, you're simply one click away from recording a high-quality podcast with studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. My personal favorite feature is their multi-layer backups, which ensure our recordings are always in the highest quality, even during unstable web connections. And if you thought you needed multiple tools and services for your podcast, Zencaster's only one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code OneSetPod and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Dude, I've been getting this annoying itching feeling under my armpits from the deodorants I've been trying and using, and I can't seem to find something that works for me. Have you ever tried maybe like a natural deodorant? Natural deodorant? Uh, no. Are you insane? No. But I am wild. Oh, uh-huh. Wild is the UK's number one natural deodorant company that focuses on performance, sustainability, and style. Their mission is to clean up the bathrooms by leaving it free of ugly, single-use plastic bottles and unnecessary chemicals. You know why Wild is great? Because it actually works and it's eco-friendly and contains over 98.5% natural ingredients. They have a fully sustainable design with aluminum cases that last for a lifetime, plus biodegradable, recyclable refills. And you know what's cool? They can actually imprint your name on these aluminum cases for a small additional fee. Wild is super convenient with flexible subscription options or paying as one-off purchases. And you can customize your order by choosing your case, color, and various scent combinations. I know I have the Ocean Mist, the Fresh Cotton and Sea Salt, and the Orange and Neroli flavors, and they all smell super great. And what's best about them is they don't just wear off immediately, and then all of a sudden, you smell like B.O. Yeah, I've been rocking the Sandalwood and Pacholi scent right now. And again, great scent. Last like throughout the day that you know you're pretty much protected throughout the day and i also was able to try the mint and aloe vera big aloe vera fan right on point long lasting and you can look forward to uh these cases and scents in a limited edition every month go wild today with a special discount of 25 percent off your first order when you get the code one set pod at checkout Go to wearewild.com and use the code onesetpod at checkout and enjoy. Okay, for a second, I thought that that happened in a different game. 
but I think you're 100% right. Now that I'm thinking back, I think that that, I just thought that that game was more recent. Um, yeah, it was but, at least two weeks ago, if anything. I, I, th- I think you're right. I think it was two weeks ago now. Um, yeah. Because yeah, that was the whole thing about it was the fact that the guy didn't report as a receiver. He they And you can see from before the snap, him and another O-lineman are trying to go to the ref to report it, but the ref is doing a signal and, something, and he just walks away. He doesn't acknowledge those two coming up to him. So it's like, why wouldn't the ref, you know, be checking in if they're trying to say something? But again, it's just a, uh, you know, the, the, the ref, we can have a whole nother conversation on the refs this year. But uh, yeah, I, I think if that play would have went the way it should have went, Dallas would have lost that, obviously lost that game. Dallas would have lost. The Lions would be the second seed, or um, yeah, Dallas would have Dallas would have been Dallas wouldn't have won the division without that win. We would have beat them, and we would be yeah, we would be the third seed right now, yeah. and and the right. Lions the Lions would be the second seed if not for that call, right? Hmm. Um, and this is where like for me watching other teams and paying attention is like, okay, seeing how that decision and that other game actually affected our seating in the postseason, mm-hmm. little, little cool because I'm, I'm, I'm usually just tunnel vision in on like the Eagles games and, and their matchups, but seeing how those other decisions in the other games panned out uh, and affected us in the long run. Right. And that's why the last week of football is really fun because, you know, not only your team trying to win, you got to also think there's always, you know, other games that can decide your fate as well. Well, Just like the Jags game, you know, the Texans winning really gave the Steelers the chance to get into the playoffs. So, uh, you know, th- that's like the last week before playoffs is always like, you know, you're always watching so many games because you're like, okay, we got to make sure these people win so that, or these two teams got to win in order for this to kind of happen, but we got to win in order for all that to happen. So there's a lot of different, you know, puzzle pieces that have to work in for certain teams to get, in order to either get in or secure their spot. It was, it was the Titans that beat the Jags. The Texans beat the Colts to get the, um, right. Titans, the, the AFC South title, right. Yeah. Um, different which- team. <laughs> which yeah yeah you you were close which yeah. <laughs> I, I was surprised i know you and i were pulling for the jags just for like dougie p cheyenne dougie same p. thing but yeah um we knew once the steelers beat the ravens uh week 18 granted ravens uh sat their starters right their second string was in um steelers swing out the win and they just needed either the um jags to lose or the bills to lose and then they were in which it was great because we watched we were able to see the jags lose at at like the one o'clock game yesterday and then the Steelers were in and we were like cool i i mean it's crazy because the commentators have even been saying for i think it was chris collinsworth was like you can't kill the Steelers. like they always find a way into the Mm -hmm. yeah i mean um and it's it's crazy to think they're 10 and 7 and the eagles are 11 and 6 right yeah. like just put that into perspective right right <laughs> the Steelers are like this is probably their best season since uh Rosberger left right because I think the uh two seasons prior they were like eh I mean well, but they, they were like meh it, it was it was trying to find who your next starter was and they had Kenny Pickett yeah. in 
and Kenny Pickett did okay, and then he got injured, and they put Mason Rudolph in, and yeah. I, he's won every game in in the last few games that he's been in, and, and everyone's just like, okay, I think we yeah. got him. We got him. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, it worked. It, he he's he's not he's not Nick Foles stepping in for Carson Wentz. Let's let's be clear about that, right? <laughs> um, no, 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 but. Uh, anyway, we are getting a little sidetracked. Let's stick uh, back to the Eagles real quick, and then we'll get back to the rest of the postseason stuff mm-hmm, in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where we left off with the Eagles, other than um, oh, we were talking about the Bucks and the Bucks only getting nine points against the pa- against the Panthers. Yeah, um, and then we're so, all field goals. We we basically feel at least they're not coming off of a massive win, and then we have to go into Tampa with that type even though we're coming off of a horrible loss at least their win isn't too powerful to be like hey i mean you know it is what it is but we i don't feel confident about the game but i feel a little bit better that they only scored three field goals on a horrible team so you know they're coming off of not that great of a game either so you know i think our chances are not zero but they're definitely not close or not even above 50 percent from yeah i i I can't even confidently say 50 50 i would actually go off and i I, i'd go off and say like a 30 70 like we have a 30 percent chance of winning uh especially reasonable you're in tampa um and they both teams did play each other and i would give that advantage to the bucks because they'll study us and know whereas you can't even say hey eagles played this team this season we know them and we get them um, we don't know what the Eagles are doing right now, right? Because we we played the Bucks at the beginning of the season, and we don't know what just happened to them in the second half half of the season. They just literally like <laughs> shat the bed, right? And I think that's what has been going on. Teams have been figuring out that we don't have. I mean, we have great talent on the team. It's I think uh, it's been mostly about the call the play calling the play calling has just been like and we talked about that too just it's just been poor decisions yeah and you know just jalen's been not really making the best decisions but they're not the o-line's been not giving him enough time to make a decision because you know then he gets all these defenders in his face and then he has to throw it away or then he has to, we have to resort to running the ball or making those short screen passes you know they're not giving him enough time to look downfield and if he does he's he just throws a bomb and hopes that aj brown or you know Devontae smith are down there and gonna catch it but you know it's just been all over and you know god i don't even think goddard may have got one or two touches yesterday but yeah. it, it just wasn't spread around like it, it was before the bye week. Like, you know, AJ Brown was getting a decent amount. Smith, Goddard, it was being passed around decently even. Now it's just like, you know, but then again, uh, we weren't at that time, we weren't giving uh, Swift a lot. But now he's really getting a, a couple more touches. But then obviously he was out during the game that he he had the flu or he had some type of sick, you know, uh complications but uh you know i don't know i i just don't know what to say about this team right now i'm well, stumped. And, <laughs> and it's um like i was just talking about with like hey if that lions player reported to the ref and that touchdown was a thing and dallas had lost that game we'd be a higher seed with the home field advantage right now if yeah. 
if Jalen Hurts didn't launch that interception in the Seahawks game at the very last play, like we could have gotten the field goal yeah. and, and, and tied. And I was just, and, okay, we, we only need 10, 15 yards. Now is the time to do like a five yard screen pass to get a little bit. Then, you know, I understand he, he's trying to play, trying to play hero ball. He saw it and his calculus was, Hey, go for it. But he probably didn't expect, you know, the, the defender made a good play. Let's just say that he made a good play. Uh, but he, all they needed was 10, 15 yards and they could have easily kicked a field goal game over. We could have yeah. won that. Yeah. They, they, and I'm like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right there on it. Uh, Sirianni wanted Jalen to launch that down there in hopes of getting a pass interference call, which right. you don't, you don't do that when the game's on the line at the end of the game. Right. Exactly. Um, if you if you had a lot more time, that'd have been a perfect type of thing. If, if there was maybe another minute or two in the game and you had to take a chance down the field, yeah, go for it. But at that point, you just needed 10, 15 yards. Get, do what you got to do to get, uh, you know, your kicker to be in a comfortable spot because we know we, we know he can hit 50, 60 yards. So the amount of yardage was not much of a complaint. It's just we have to get him there and – you know, just dumb mistakes that cost us games in these last, you know, seven to eight games. And uh, we haven't learned from the mistakes. That's what really scares everybody is they're, they're not learning from these mistakes. They're going in every week and they're making the same mistakes. And, you know, it's like, what what's it going to be like? Oh, playoff time. Let's start playing. Ba- let's start playing football again. You know, we don't feel confident that they're going to just turn it on. Right. And, and it's this. I think just to sum up the Eagles, it's it's imperative every game to make good calls, and you you can't just chalk like a tough loss up as like ah it's a tough loss. Like there are dozens of of plays that I'm sure that we could talk about that it's like if that one play had went a different direction, the entire momentum of the game would have shifted, and we would have pulled out the win when we needed to, right? Um, and 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 now you're here. You're at the fifth seed where you should have been the first, like the first seed, if not the second. Right. Um, but if anything, I mean, it, I, I'm not happy with us being the fifth seed. I'd rather us be two, rather us have the home field advantage. But uh, I'd rather be at this point, I'd rather be playing Tampa than the Rams or or Green Bay at this point. I, 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 I'd rather be playing the team we are. I'd rather if we won, if, if we won that Seahawks game or if we won the Cardinals game. Uh-huh. I mean, the Niners are sitting at the first seat at 12 and five. We could have easily been 13 and four with those two games won. Mm-hmm. Then we it, wouldn't have had to worry about yesterday. We could have, we could have thrown away that game and be like, you know, we don't even need that because nope. no matter what, if the, if Dallas won or lost, we would have been good. So we could have easily walked into that game. We could have, Added to play our starters, just hey, let I mean we could have lost and not to worry about it, but we had to win. I mean, we could we we were okay with the loss too. We were gonna be only as low as the fifth seed, but still we could have had an advantage with the home field. But you know, it is what it is now. But I, I feel hey, if we're gonna play any of those teams, I'd rather be playing Tampa Bay right now. Yeah, yeah. I'd um, rather be at home, but we gotta we gotta go, do it on the road. So this I, is I, I I think um like I already said, uh, for the Eagles to have any chance to squeeze by the first round, Tampa Bay's the move. 
right? Yep. Um, let's look into the brackets. So we we want to do two things here. We want to talk about what we think is going to pan out uh, right. first, and then we'll talk about the other thing when we get uh, after we get through this. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at Wild Card Weekend, which again, by the time this airs on Friday, uh, it'll be this Saturday. Uh, two two games Saturday, three games Sunday, and then the Eagles and Bucks play Monday night. Mm-hmm. I do want to say something interesting is um, they have all three of the AFC wildcard games happening first, which I don't like. I mean, yeah, you're going to pay attention, but like the games that matter to us are the NFC wildcard games because yeah. that'll help us to see the picture. So not mm-hmm. the Saturday and uh, the Sunday one o'clock game are like kind of a wash, but um I think they usually do that, though. Like, they'll do one conference pretty much first, and then they'll lead into the other conference. I think that's kind of how they usually do it. And not, it's not, and it's not really mixed. But I could be wrong. Okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how the scheduling works out in, in previous years. I, I don't know if they do. I know, I know when they get to, like, the – um, conference championships where they do the first game Saturday and then the second game Sunday. Yes. Um, even the semifinals, they'll do they they do the one conference with the both games Saturday and then the one conference with the both games Sunday. Okay, so now thinking out loud about that, that makes sense that they do block them all together. Um, I don't know. I like just let's. Let's do the NFC first since we're more familiar with them. Okay, so San Fran getting the first round by. Um, I I think just talking about it, I'm going to go out on a whim and say the Eagles get the win against the Bucs. Like, I, I am going to hold that that little smidge of faith left and say we squeeze through the first round. I mean, I know that there's not a lot to go off of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'm saying – I just said we have like a 30% chance of winning. Yeah. Um, but again, with the Bucks only putting up nine against the Panthers uh, and all, all field goals, no touchdowns, uh, worst team in the league being the Panthers, um, I think the Eagles have a shot here. So I'm going to give that to them. Um, Packers and Dallas is like the game I'm actually looking forward to seeing, mm-hmm. um, which is happening. It is. It, it's the four thirty game on Sunday. Yeah the 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 Sunday night game is the Rams at the Lions, and I am just gonna say that. Okay, so hmm. no, I'm I'm getting I'm getting confused about the other thing that I want to talk about after we get through this. We're, we're saying yeah. what we think is actually going to pan out, right? Um, right. So for that case, uh. I'm holding off on saying it, so I might as well just say we're going to go through a hypothetical situation where the Eagles actually make it to the postseason and how that happens. So I'm going to go back and say Eagles just get crushed by the Bucks for the first round and just go from there, and and then we'll do the Eagles thing next. Okay, that's um, where I was going to go. I was going to I'm leaving Eagles at you know with the reality that we're done next week. Okay, let's Fantasy do that. Wise, I'm going to say Eagles win. Okay, reality. Sure. I'm taking uh, the Eagles with an L. Uh, the gr- Green Band Dallas, it's going to be a good game. Knowing that it's in Dallas, I'm 50-50. Uh, yeah, that, that is a very 50-50 for me, too. Um, 
Dallas in Dallas is pretty tough, but I've been hearing that Green Bay's on their best football right now. So yeah. they're going to be coming in hot, but I, I'd hate to really I hate saying this, but I think if the if Dallas is if CeeDee Lamb is on fire, Dallas is gonna pull out a win. Because yeah. they cannot stop CeeDee Lamb. Um Okay. So I'll say Dallas uh it, it'll be a close one. It'll be a close game if so, but I think Dallas will pull it out. Okay. So I'm gonna go with the Rams are not beating the Lions. I think the Lions beat the Rams. Yeah, uh, I can see the Lions beating the Rams. I, I, I think they beat. I, I, I think that they beat the Rams, right? Because um, the alternative would be the more beneficial for the Eagles going up against them, right? So we'll get to that. Um, mm-hmm. And even so, even so, I mean, I just think the Lions are looking good this year, and knowing yeah. that they made it to their, uh, you know their first in their in their division too and they've been doing pretty well over the last year or so so i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they beat uh the rams in their hometown home field so i mean they've been looking forward to this so hopefully they get the win i'll say that they get the win so if we're going number four seed tampa number three seed uh lions and two Dallas, your lowest seed at that point is Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay would be facing uh San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. So um San, San Francisco is gonna run right through Tampa Bay. Once once yeah. once once Tampa Bay goes to San Francisco, they're gonna get crushed. Okay. And then what happens is you get the Lions going back to Dallas. Dallas. And and, and the Dallas. Lions, the Lions are going to be out for blood after that last that's loss. When Dallas people are going to cry. Yeah. The, I, don't, I think Lions are going to get their revenge. And, the, and I don't think it'll be a same situation where it's going to be like, you know, at the last moment. I think that da- I, I don't think they're going to blow out Dallas, but I think they'll get them by a touchdown or something. Yeah. So I think that we'll be able to recover. I think Green Bay is going to take them all the way to the end of the fourth quarter. And Dallas is just going to squeeze out the win. You might get an injury or two here. They're going to get, they're like not handed to them, but um, they're they're going to get beat up. And then I I yeah. think once I think once you have the Lions go in, I think the Lions beat Dallas in the second round, and that's giving Dallas, you know, the unlikely benefit of the doubt that they make it past the first round because they haven't in forever, right? So right. let's say they squeeze by the first round against Green Bay. Once the Lions come in, Lions are going to crush them, right? Right. Um, then you have San Francisco going against um, the Lions. I think it's a tough game, but I think the Niners game. Niners will beat the Lions and they'll s- secure their ticket to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. And I agree. At, at that point, uh, I mean, we we can finesse this AFC round. I I don't I haven't paid that. Well, not, okay, okay, not much, okay. Yeah. A- actually, I, I yeah, actually this this will be fun. Uh, and again not paying as close attention to the AFC conference. Um, so we have the Browns playing the Texans. So the Texans quarterback was the second overall draft pick this year. And mm-hmm. th- they secured their way into the postseason 
by beating out the Colts, which Gardner, Min- Gardner Minshew underthrew the very last pass, like had them with the only hope of winning the game. Um, right. You were telling me about that. I did not see the game, but I heard you saying like he just just demolished a fourth and one play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was not great. Um, so I think, you know, for the Texans with their um, new starting quarterback, just their first year. I think they, I think just getting into the postseason is, is enough for them. Um, and then I, I, I think uh, you have the Cleveland Browns, which has Joe Flacco new energy now. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I, I think Cleveland takes Texans uh, in that game. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, uh, it definitely in the playoffs, it comes down to experience. Flacco has some experience in the playoffs and it looks like they're on that, you know, bender of wins and on the Flacco train. Uh, the only thing is, is that the game is in Houston, right? So Houston yeah. does have home field there. Um, but I, I, I'll, I, I'll go with the Browns. I'll go with the Browns too, pulling it out too, because they just beat, uh, you know, they just beat the Colts. So, you know, I'll say the Browns, not by much, but I'll say the Browns get the lucky win. I think so. Um, okay, on to the Dolphins at the Chiefs. So this is this is tough because the Dolphins met the Chiefs in Germany this year. Like that was their matchup this yeah. year. Um and Tua just did not play good in that game. And I mean, there are a lot of people out there that say that say Tua is the most underrated quarterback. I don't agree with that, but I think there's a lot of hype behind him, and I don't think he lived yeah. up to it this season, right? Mm-hmm. Some good plays here and there for sure. Um absolutely, absolutely. But I, I think watching, okay, and, and this is this is a good uh, part to talk about the, um, just to kind of interject this, the Bills and Dolphins game last night, which was excellent. And I, I think what you had there was Josh Allen and Tua are similar in that they, they put up these potentially really great passes and then they just don't pull through. I don't know if that's on the receiver's. Or what? I think the the edge goes to Josh Allen because the guy can run. The guy can mm-hmm. run, and and he's a big dude, right? Yeah. Um, they definitely got that one first down in the fourth quarter towards the end of the game because Allen ran the ball and he almost tripped and he stayed on his feet and he just dove in for the first down. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely was was big, and I I don't see Tua making those runs like that. I think Tua has a little bit better of a shot connecting with the passes. Um. But there's also um, there were there were two big guys on the Dolphins that were out yesterday. I know uh, Mostert, Mustard, <laughs> Mostert. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely had, there was a couple injuries in that game. Uh, somebody called Ketchup too, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Um, yeah, I, so I think if we, if they get them back, uh, next week, um, Dolphins definitely have a chance at the chiefs. I I just think the chiefs are not the dominant team that they have been in the past couple of years. They definitely don't look solid. They're not like Um, what they were last year. No. So I, I think it's going to be a tough game. It's hard to bet against the chiefs though. Right. Like, so I I think it's just easy to go with them. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's kind of like Dallas when you're playing the Chiefs in Arrowhead. It's hard to beat them in Arrowhead. So I, I got to go with the Chiefs for that. Yeah. It'll be a good game, and I think that's going to be you know as long as 
uh, the Dolphins keep pushing it, then it'll be a close game. But if the Dolphins don't find something to, you know, keep uh, the Chiefs off the field, I think Chiefs are just going to run through it. I think so, too. Um, And worth noting, by the way, exclusively on Peacock, everybody. (laughs) Exclusively. (laughs) Yeah. The first time that they're doing a playoff uh, NFL game uh, exclusively on a streaming platform, which you know that that is riding people up the wall, by the way. (laughs) Right. Even even the announcer was saying, like, just get it done tonight and get your kids to do it. So you don't have to worry about it next week. Then you have to worry about it. Let the kids figure it out. Yeah, that's going to be people just flipping out all weekend like what the hell is this peacock doing <laughs> it's it's gonna be a giant fucking shit show man i i it I, is. I, I guarantee I, it I, I feel bad that they're doing stuff like that but again they have contracts they have certain things they gotta abide by but you know they just can't televise things and that they're trying to sell the whole you know just like the same thing with amazon prime now thursday nights are on amazon prime and you know they're trying to swing everybody into doing the peacock thing as well thankfully i mean we do it for wrestling so we don't have to really worry about it but um if you especially for you know the older folk who don't want to have to worry about streaming platforms you know now it's like okay well now i can even watch football because i gotta uh download an app and uh watch it either on the computer or a phone or the tv and which i don't know what to do so yeah there's gonna be some angry uh, angry people out there about and and then you got to worry about you know the fact that cape cable i mean some you have to worry about sometimes connection issues too but peacock sometimes has a lot of connection issues so they're gonna be about that too yeah i mean and that's that's with people that have like your standard cable package and don't even pay for elevated wi-fi signal like uh, bandwidth um gonna run into a lot of upset people for sure um if you haven't already it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be bad um okay let's get on to future people we feel bad for you the ones that bros feel bad for you (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely the uh Steelers are at the bills again the um the Steelers just slid in seventh seed um the bill the bills beating um the Dolphins last night secured them as the AFC East title holders, which pushed them to the second seed, which yes. is crazy because like six, seven weeks ago, the Bills were almost done. They were on the cusp of being eliminated entirely and not even having postseason contention at all. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so they, they definitely turned it around. Unlike the Eagles, they yeah. got to turn around their season. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Bills almost cranked out that game against the Eagles. It went into overtime. I actually felt a little bad for Josh Allen because I know how like Weasley, the Eagles have been pulling out these if it, wins. If it right? was not for that catch in the end zone, we would have lost that game. Yeah. Easily. That dude yeah. had it right in his hands. Yeah. And um, that sealed the game. I, I, I got to say the bills are going to take that game, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I, it's hard, hard to uh, root against a PA home team, but I, I think the bills get this one. Yeah, well, the Steelers were, you know, they're coming off of Roethlisberger being gone, and um, mm-hmm. they're, they're they're trying to rebuild, right? And they're trying to find their way. Uh, kudos to Tomlin. He's probably my favorite coach in the entire league. Um, I would die if they brought Tomlin over to the Eagles, if they got rid of Sirianni and Tomlin. I don't see him, like, no. I don't see him going out of his way to leave the Steelers, but if the Steelers wanted to make a giant change, and they got rid of Tomlin, I say 
Howie, you better scoop him up, man. Like that, or if Belichick is still going to be around, if he leaves Patriots, scoop up Belichick. Yeah, you know, but he may want some general manager, you know, terms in there. Either way, the dude has a record. Yeah, pick him up. We need something. Well, and the thing is, too, right? Like Bill Belichick is working with a team that is has nobody on it. There's no weapons. There's like nothing happening there. You, you give a coach with the experience that he has and like the status coaching that he has. And you give him a team like the Eagles where we have talent and they just need proper direction right now. Yeah. I, I would take it as much as I think that's what Jalen hurts needs is he needs good coaching at this point, because you're, you're not going to get no matter what right now, you're not going to get rid of Jalen hurts at this point. If we're having this problem still another year or two, then yes, that's probably when we need to start thinking Jalen hurts might be on the chopping block, but I don't think he's there yet. But if you think he's Belichick, like helping Jalen Hurts. I mean, Belichick, obviously Belichick was the one that put Tom Brady onto everything. So he has that championship mentality. He knows what it, what a team needs to do to become a dynasty team. So a, a a guy like that training, uh, AJ Brown, uh, Jalen Hurts and all these other guys. I think that's if, if he's available, I don't see them. Ha- and, and if they have the capital to bring them on, that's going to be the only thing. If they have the capital to bring it on, if they do, they should be at least bringing them in for an interview. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, uh, shoot, I was going to say something. Dogs going crazy. Um, hi. Hi. Oh, Jalen Hurts <laughs> just uh, signed on a contract for another five years. We have him for five years, unless if yeah. like, so he he's not going anywhere anytime soon, right? No, I, I I think I think the like the Eagles organization, the higher ups need to consider like we need the best coach with yeah. Jalen to 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 get it done, right? And and Absolutely. Sirianni getting us to the Super Bowl last year, sure that that was great, but um, I I, I don't know, I don't know if you like just ditch him after this season because we did get to the playoffs. It's just. The, the performance in the last six weeks, it's just like, okay, are they really going to get rid of them on that? Or are they going to hang on to him for one more year to prove himself? Um, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of fans, especially after seeing after last night's game, people are like, get rid of the entire coaching staff, like immediately. Um, yeah. I heard I, on WIP that they were saying like that uh, the Eagles have never – fired a coach on a winning season it's usually after maybe a season or two that they've come from a winning season and it's just been like you know oh we won like four games and then like okay then that's when a coach gets fired so the chances that Sirianni gets fired after the season is slim but if we have a a losing season and it's like you know we only win like no more than five games or something then yeah then he's gonna definitely be considered to be like getting out of here but I, I think he stays but you know we definitely need to consider replacing offensive coach defensive coach because those guys just don't know what they're doing and the switch between the defensive th- coaches that the guy that's now doing the defensive coach you can obviously tell it didn't change anything and th- I, I think it's mainly just the uh the players just like they were a couple years ago same thing with the Sixers once the players know that they're out of tune they stop playing because one, they're getting paid. Their their money's gonna get paid. So they, they can just stop altogether. So that's what I've always seen. It's like when they don't have 
you know, coaches that are giving them the mentality to really know it, they, they just give up. So yep. you never know. It might just be the players like, you know, th- these this coaching staff is not what we wanted to be. They're not, you know, doing what they need to do. So we're just going to go out there, but we're not going to be, you know, performing at our best. Yeah. And I, I think for like the publicity, nobody's calling each other out because nobody wants to play the like the blame game. No, no, but- you're never going to that either yeah but i i think you know it's it's pretty obvious it's it's the coaching at this point because i mean come on like i said our team is super talented if you if you had like a two or three game slump um i think you could blame the players solely on like oh they had a bad few weeks there Mm -hmm. um it's just so all over the place man it's and I, i mean when it's that bad you have to look at the top of the hierarchy, right? Yeah. The um, only thing I can say is the de- the the players on the defense, they just started outperforming as well. So there are a few guys on the defense you can definitely take a look at and be like, hey, either cutting or replacing or doing something because you know the tackling on the defense has just been horrible as well. And well, they and they were you know ranked pretty high before the bye week and then just totally like went downhill after that. So it, it, I think it's a mixture of the coaching and the, and the players on the defensive end, but O-line, I mean, I think it's more coaching and everything. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get back to, um, sorry about that. We did the first three games of the AFC side. So we had, uh, we had the Browns, the Kansas city chiefs and the Buffalo bills. So the Browns would be facing the Ravens. Ravens are going to blow out the, the Browns e- easily, easily. And that's, then that's not much to really talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. And then you'll have the bills going to play the chiefs, which is always a fun matchup. Um, always. always. I think, that, I think that'll be in Arrowhead, right? Or no, that'll be in uh, Buffalo. Yeah. So bills so get the edge there. Um, yeah. Because I think the other times it's been an arrowhead. It, well, because the Chiefs are always the higher seed, right? So, um, so this will be, yeah. And I think that's been uh, Josh Allen's, you know, stopper. Like he's never been able to get past the Chiefs in the playoffs. So yep. I'm ta- I'm taking this one. I'm giving Josh Allen the win for this one. I want him to. I want him to beat the Chiefs this year. Yeah. So let's do that, and that's fine. I say. Um, whether you have the bills or chiefs winning the winner of that game goes on to play the Ravens. And I think the Ravens just, that's where I think the, the, the end game stops. Yeah. I think I, I have, uh, you know, the Ravens going to the super bowl yeah. for sure. So I, I did, I did see a, a few people saying the only reason the Ravens are doing so well is because of Lamar Jackson. The rest of the team isn't all that great. So, I mean, We'll we'll see how that pans out when they're playing the Niners yeah. most likely in the Super Bowl because uh-huh. I think I think Brock Purdy is the weaker quarterback compared to Lamar Jackson, but I think yeah. the the Niners as a whole, as a whole, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 tough, man. So yeah, so um, I'd say 49ers and Ravens in the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just how you said it, I think. 49ers as a whole 
they're a great team, but I think, you know, when you, we'll, we'll just have to see how the Ravens do it. But if you have to take how the Ravens are doing now, I guess if you're saying that, or if people are saying that, you know, the Ravens are, you know, just Lamar Jackson, but we've seen more of the, the Niners games than the Ravens games. So in my head, I'm thinking the Niners pull it out, but it'll be yeah. a great game and a great close game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be close. And, and, the uh convention that i used to tour with and i've said this before um the owner of the convention is a baltimore ravens fan but my direct like higher up superior um supervisor rather um same thing uh is a niners fan so every time that they have a match uh, like a matchup whether it's regular season um they're always shit talking each other right um but the I, I, if it goes to the Super Bowl, I'll, I'll be so happy uh, to see. Um, I haven't talked to either of them in, in quite some time. Maybe just a Merry Christmas kind of thing, or yeah, good luck on your annual show kind of thing, and that's it. Um, but I, I'll definitely be reaching out to them if 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 that's the way it goes. Let's segue mm-hmm. um, into the. Road to the Super Bowl for the Eagles in the off chance it even happens, but yeah, you, you've you've got to consider like they have to face the correct people, right? Because let's do some, let's do some fantasy booking. Yeah, sure. <laughs> in in you know some fantasy, but a little bit of sprinkle of reality into it because you can't go too crazy with it. You just can't say. I mean, we would want to say, hey, let's just say if they get to the Super Bowl, how do they get there? But it's a matter of who they're facing in the Super Bowl or so. So, you know, let's just say, uh, and we can cut this pretty simple. We don't have to go through the whole thing again. We'll say Eagles go through Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, and let's just say they don't have to face, or they probably would face San Francisco at that point. Uh, well, no. that's, that's no. if, that's if Dallas loses to Green Bay. So let's just let's just say I'm thinking for me, and, I, and you can correct yours on your end too if you yeah. want. Go ahead, you, you go first. So I'm gonna say Eagles beat Tampa Bay. Sure. Dallas loses to Green Bay by maybe a field goal. They're up. They and they and Green Bay gets down the field. They kick a field goal to end the game. They win. So Green Bay faces. Uh, the Niners. Yep. So then we play the Lion or yeah, I'm just going to still say the Lions beat the Rams. So we face the li- the Lions at home. Ah, that's hard to say that the the Eagles pull it out, but let's just say they let's just say that they trolled everybody. They're playing their best right now. You know, everybody's clicking. They've got they've got their spark back. Again, hypothetically people, let's just you know, try to stay some stay 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 on stay on the lane. Stay on the lane. Uh let's just say this is where the Eagles just skim by the Lions. So then they get into the conference finals where San Francisco does beat Green Bay. I can't say Green Bay uh gets out gets out of that scot free. Let's say we meet San Fran and Eagles in the conference finals and Again, we skim by the Niners, make it into the Super Bowl. I'm trying to think who I would say. If we're facing the Ravens, that's going to be tough. But let's just say 
if it if it goes by and the Chiefs get back into the Super Bowl, that's where I'm going to say the Eagles win. Okay, so I'm going to go a little bit simpler route here, and, yeah. and it, it's very close to yours. Um, you need the Packers to beat Dallas. Yes, you need you need both the six and seven seeds to pull out the win, because then we would host them in Philly in the right. postseason, right? Like that's 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 the only way that works, okay? And and the way you do that, right? You have you have Green Bay beat Dallas, and then you have Green Bay go on to beat the Niners in San Francisco, right? You have the Rams beat the Lions, and then the Eagles would host the Rams. We yeah. beat the Rams, and then you have the Eagles host Green Bay, and then we beat Green Bay in Philly, mm-hmm. and then and then they go to the Super Bowl. And I mean, if 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 you want to talk about them winning, uh, <laughs> that's where I was getting stumped. <laughs> I, I, I mean, okay, you could say of the seven seeds in the AFC picture. Give us that Pennsylvania Super Bowl and have us just go beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl, right? And <laughs> that would definitely be a fantasy looking right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have have the Dolphins somehow survive? Don't see it happening. Uh, Eagles, Dolphins, Super Bowl. Um, yeah, we we know we can beat them and, and in solid fashion. Um, the Browns, I haven't really paid attention to them, but if. If the Joe Flacco train got them to the Super Bowl, I think that that's where it ends because the rest yeah. of the team doesn't have Super Bowl experience, right? Exactly. Um, Texans, young team, if they happen to get to the Super Bowl, Eagles beat them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're at the Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, which we know we can beat the Bills, but that was in overtime, right? So if the uh-huh. Eagles if the Eagles play the Bills in the Super Bowl, I think the Bills would be out for blood and then they, they would just beat us, right? Um mm-hmm. Obviously, fantasy booking, Eagles, Chiefs, rematch in the Super Bowl. And then somehow the Eagles are, they've hit their shot in the postseason. And the Chiefs just play like they've played all year, very lackluster. And we actually get the win over them. Um, Ravens, uh, literally the only way we beat the Ravens is if Lamar Jackson gets injured along the way in the postseason. And then, and then. Let's let's say Lamar Jackson makes it to the conference final and then he's injured and can't play in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Eagles, Eagles beat the Ravens. Like that's but that's that's the like that's the only way I see the Eagles winning the Super Bowl it, against yeah. the Ravens. They might against the Bills, but I, I I don't see it. And the Chiefs, I think it would just be a fun rematch. And if they got the win, it would be cool. Um, and it would certainly right. Yep. It, it was certainly, I wouldn't say unwrite the tail end of the season. But the coaching staff's jobs would be safe, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the only way this Whoopsie. team is getting saved is if they win, if probably at the least, if they get it to the conference finals and they probably win to the conference finals. That's why I would, I would probably think the coaching staff could be safe. If they can if they can win a conference final out of this season, I think they'll be at least safe for a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Wow. Yeah. That anything is, can happen. Anything yeah. can happen. Sure. And that's why postseason football is so fun because you have your top seeds that have gone out in the first or second round. Right. Yep. Um, yep. so as much as as much as we see the top seeds from each conference going to play each other, 
Um, you never know. Uh, wow, that that actually just got me excited because I I was like, okay, once the Eagles are out, like, how much am I going to pay attention to the other games? Like, what games am I going to care about? Um, I think I'll try to pay attention to as many as possible, honestly. Because, um, mm. yeah, I, I mean, just all of these teams, like the playoff picture unfolding in the very last weekend uh, was pretty cool, especially the AFC conference had so many different ways that it could have gone. It was just kind of like anyone's, anyone's ball game, no pun intended. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hey, uh, fun stuff going into this weekend, man. Uh, glad that we were able to squeeze this one in. We were talking last night, like, uh, should we even do this? Like, what if you can't, get the episode edited in time for the weekend. And then we just lost the episode. Um, But yeah, that is our NFL postseason wild card picture uh, predictions and our, our logical predictions and our Eagles fantasy booking to get to the Super Bowl, If not Mm -hmm. even maybe pull out the very unlikely win at this point. Right. Um, Let's let's hope for a win, but in the, reality of it i think when we come back next week if i'm here we might be doing the eagles funeral we we might be doing the eagles funeral yeah um and it if for some reason they squeeze through um i it it really just depends on if either the rams i mean our best chance to get past the second round is if the rams somehow beat the lions in the first round because we, we can beat the rams and we will be hosting them. So yeah. if, the, if the Eagles win next week, it'll be like my life right now, any day now. Any day now. <laughs> <laughs> any day now. Put us out of our misery. Yeah. That's going to be their slogan for the rest of the playoffs. Any day now. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. Let, let's just hope. I mean, we're, we're, Phil, we're Philly fans. We don't, we get pissed about uh our teams when they're doing bad we love them when they're good but we i mean true philly fans never go against their their uh home teams so we have a little bit of juice left in us we're hoping we can get this win and maybe it'll spark them to really get uh farther into the playoffs but we wouldn't be surprised if uh you know next monday night is their last one for the season so let's just hope for a win buddy yeah, for sure. Uh, and anything else before we get out of here? We were going to talk Rumble Talk, but we took that uh, NFL postseason stuff a little bit longer, and I have yeah. to get on to getting ready for the job job. I'm back to teaching for the first time in um, – I was off for two weeks from teaching, and I was doing the first job thing. Um, was supposed to work maybe last week, but never heard yeah. from them. Um, so, yeah, maybe depending – because I know I'll probably be – dealing with uh new guy by the time the rumble comes out i know we were going to do some rumble predictions but maybe on my end i'll shoot something on the side of my rumble predictions maybe we'll just squeeze it into an episode if you're going to do a thing solo at that point maybe i'll squeeze in something on my predictions so we'll we'll see we'll we'll bring it through the eyes of eisenberg but it'll be through the eyes (laughs) through the through the eyes of ai right um through the eyes of irv yeah yeah uh we'll we'll figure out something so that you can swing yeah. in and uh, give your predictions. Uh, again, we will unlikely be able to record some uh, prediction episode together the week of the Rumble. Um, yeah. But off chance, it, 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 
any day now. Cool. And glad we were able to get this one in here. Uh, wishing you and Jen the best. Uh, again, maybe see you next week. Maybe not. See you next yeah. week. We got to go. We're out of here. Um, <laughs> uh, and all the love, man. Anything else you want to say before we jump off of here? Uh, thank you all for tuning in again. We love you. Uh, this has been another episode of One Set. I can't really say I'll see you next week. We'll we'll see if you'll see me next week. If so, see you on the next one, guys. Yeah, yeah. And as as always, you know how to. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, follow our socials. Um, email us at onesetpod at gmail dot com. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash one set pod. Um, plenty of merch. We are excited about all of the Patreon things uh, headed into the second, third and fourth quarter of the year. Obviously, um, Anthony is going to be on a little bit of a hiatus coming up. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Anthony, all the love to you, brother. One set. All love.